This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Hi, podcasters. Welcome to the Ian Lee BBC Three Counties Best of Weekly Podcast. There wasn't one last week. I was on holiday. Deal with it. This week is full of classic bants, laugh-out-loud moments, things that make you go, hmm, and uh, some sad bits and some funny bits. Lols. Lots of lols. Where is... I'm talking... I'm filling here because where the hell is Catherine Boyle? She's gone for a wee, innit? Can you pretend to be her? Yeah, OK, go on then. Uh... Hey, Catherine. Hey, up, Plum. What did you think of this week's uh, show? Thought it was really dull. What? I thought it was really dull. What could we have done to have made it better? Uh, I think if you could have been someone else, yeah. that would have helped. Well, OK, I'm a little bit surprised by that. Uh, by Are that you act. surprised? Yes, Catherine, I am surprised. What? What? What's going what? On? Oh, hello. Hey, Kath. You doing my voice? No. No. You are right, Catherine? Oh, yeah. Quite hurtful, you know. All right, well, you, you've turned up, so we might as well... I mean, we're not going to start again, but we'll carry on. Okay, well, this is where it gets good, if you're listening now. Here's the starting jingle of the podcast bit. Wait. 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 Oh, just press it. There it is. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. So on Monday, it was the Kath and Ian Bank Holiday Bants Bonanza Bants Box. Banzai. Or Bants. We did a show, it was Bank Holiday Monday. It was lazy and slapdash. Yeah. From a jack to a king. Hey, let's see what Wally Webb's doing. We should definitely play some music. We should play some music. Now, I have got... Do we play it now or do we play it later when people are listening? Play it later. All right. I've got Alice. What well, I think... All right, Abba. Do you see I the was... Abba turn she did there? <laughs> I was looking at something for yeah, later. <laughs> but then you just turned your head in a really weird owl way. <laughs> you do look like a wise owl. Yeah, it was quite dramatic, wasn't it? You know, you know owls, in fact, all birds, are covered with, like, a magic dust. You feathers. Know... No, 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 the feathers are... I don't know if I see the feathers. <laughs> magic they... dust that helps them fly. Yeah, you yeah, know I read this. that. No, 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 this is true. Like in Hook. Have you ever had a bird fly into a window? Yes, a... yes, last week, and it left an imprint of its face. Yeah, with the magic... Feathery imprint. The magic does. It leaves an imprint on Pro- glass. Probably dirt, really. It's not. They're covered... Honestly, I swear to God, if we've got any bird experts listening... Or any birds. Um, steady on, Catherine. It's 2014. We call them ladies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, are, they are covered in a magic dust. Honestly, this dust doesn't help them fly, but it protects them. One flew What's down been... our chimney once and was flying in our lounge. Did it leave an imprint anywhere? Well, it left dust and soot. Dust. But it came down a chimney, so... Well, that's not relevant to the story then, mate. Dirty. With the greatest... Exactly. But that's not... OK, so the dust is not more powerful than soot. What? I so don't even... I can't even begin to comprehend what that means. <laughs> if you're saying She's been working on this show too long. She's coming up with rubbish like that. If you're saying, Stop hanging out with Kelly. <laughs> If you're saying that the dust... Do you remember Kelly? Kelly did a great one last week. Go on. T- let her finish her dust thought. OK. If they've got dust on them, yeah. magic flying dust or yes. magic bird dust... Yes, mate. But they 
come down a chimney chute, yes. does that remove the dust? No, it puts um, soot on top until you tee the soot first. So the dust becomes, you know... I'm going to put her out of her misery. Yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> Kelly was telling me about her uh, Now album of her youth and said that she had a thing by Nelson Mandela on it. <laughs> I said, is it a song about Nelson Mandela? I was reaching for yeah. some sort of sanity. Yeah. Then she went, no, no, it wasn't Nelson Mandela. Silly. Um, it was um, Nelson Pickett's. And I said, do you mean Wilson Pickett? She went, yeah. <laughs> and that was the end of that thought until she said, they were really good, weren't they? Like, they were really good. <laughs> and it turns out she meant Wilson Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she told me the song... <laughs> Wow. So that led to that kind of reaction from me for about half an hour. Yeah. And wow. then she said, I said, what was the song? Was it that hold on, someday somebody's going to make... She went, hold no, on no. for one more day. And she said it was Chains. I went, well, that wasn't Wilson Phillips. Who was that? Tina Arena. <laughs> it's been one week since you looked at... This is how the show starts on a Bancy Bank holiday Bants Bonanza Banzai Bants Box Monday. Like this. Let me just explain what I was miming there, Alice. I was miming... I've been loving Celebrity Big Brother this year. We don't, we don't need that, do we? It's, da, da, da. Oh, it's bad hearts hearts and books. Books. There we go. Celebrity Big Brother is brilliant. Brilliant, right? And um, I was miming Gary Busey, star of the Buddy Holly story, A Star is Born, and um, Eye of the Tiger. Point Break. Point Break. Um, uh, drying his himself with, with willful abandon. <laughs> he don't give a monkeys. I didn't think people really did that. Uh, it was only strippers did he's that. Got, he's got the towel. He stood there naked. Towel at the front, towel at the back. That, is that called reaming? <laughs> that motion. <laughs> I am not. You're the producer. I didn't produce that. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. No, I stand no, by let's, that. Let's, uh, no, no, let's not stand by that. Do you know, you know people are listening now with their, their typewriters... <laughs> How do you describe that back and forth motion? With their typewriters and their pens are ready. <laughs> and even though no one ever really listens on bank holidays, let's be honest, they don't. I barely listened. <laughs> uh, Dave Luton still managed to call in. I still wound him up about coming from Luton when his surname's... That's amazing, isn't it? His last name is Luton and he comes from Luton and his middle name is From. It's like Joey Essex. I wonder if he moved to Stevenage, would he change his name to Steve Luton? Anyway, this was his call. Dave is Luton. Dave from Luton. Hello, Dave Luton. Is it, I always think it's funny that your last name is Luton and you live in Luton. Like Joey Essex. No, no it's Dave from Luton. Like Elizabeth Windsor. Oh, yeah. Um, you, I hear you're going to change the programme over between six and nine in the mornings. We might. Would you have a problem with that, Dave Luton? No, um, all I want to know, who's going to be the presenter? We keep Me. you, Kelly, um, and Kelly and Catherine, you, yeah. Catherine. Yeah. But who's going to be the presenter? Do you mind? You? you? Yeah. Or no. Colin Berry? Uh, or, or you? Well, yeah. James Whale? James Whale. Justin Dealey. Justin Dealey. Yeah. Who, who's going to be the, the denter? I don't know. Who is? No, you tell me. Well, you thought about it. Well, who do you it's, want? Not gonna, it's not going to be the boss, is it? Who's the boss? The bossy Boots. <laughs> who's there now? Come on, am I talking to myself again? God. Oh, here we go. Here we go again. Oh, 
Give me a big cuddle. Oh. Who's that? Dennis? I don't do a programme about Adolf Hitler. <laughs> actor, actor. Come here, give me a big cuddle. Having a gecko on your head for me is just wrong. This programme is a hell mess. I'm now in the urinal section. <laughs> We in all over. We in over the presenter. Yeah. Hell mess. <laughs> yes. A hell, hell mess. Mess. Tough mate. No. Did did Hell mess. Do 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 do. Come on, dipstick, come through it. Oh, wait, I, get, I wait till I talk to you again, Catherine. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> okay. Time's up. 
I'll see you tomorrow. You'll hear that exact thing, but from Tuesday's show on this podcast again in a bit. We were all back to normal on Tuesday and decided to play it straight. So we have decided, um, Catherine Boyle and myself, and um, Kelly Betts, you should be involved in this, uh, this scam. Scam? Scheme. Scheme? Plan. Plan? Plot? Thing, project, idea. We have decided that we get... Sometimes this show gets criticism from people who think it's childish. It's not what a local BBC radio breakfast show should be. Some people like Darren Blunt on Twitter think that I'm an idiot and I should be sacked because I go... But then Dennis said it was not childish enough. So, I mean, we're we're caught between a rock and a hard place, aren't we? (laughs) He said hard place. But but what we're going to do in about a month's time, because it'll take a bit of planning, is we are going to do a proper... Local BBC radio breakfast show. Yeah. We're going to have all of the features and we're going to do it completely straight. Our tongues will be nowhere near our cheeks. I will not be winking or uh, doing a comic aside. It'll be a straight show. We'll have two stories every 15 minutes. We will have local authors. Uh, we'll have loads of local people coming in telling us their wonderful stories. And they are wonderful stories. They just don't normally fit in with this. But Kels, you may miss that. We're going to do it in about a month's time. We're going to do a proper BBC local radio breakfast show for a day. Okay. And it's going to be straight. We're going to yeah. have local authors coming in. We've got um, someone who's written a song about the mystery of the Fi- Abbott's Langley Fire Brigade coming yeah. in to sing yeah. that. Uh, we'll be uh, bigging up local charities. It's a kind of let's see what you could have won show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll be doing that straight. Just to, so that the, 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 the critics mm. can have a little listen to what the, an alternate timeline sounds like and the detractors will um, hate it. Such no, hang on. The, the, they'll love it. The, the other, yes, the other. So that's what we're going to do. Cool. So if you get any ideas, then yeah. let us know. What day are you going to do it? I'll book it off. A fright. Pardon? Hmm? Wow. Huh? In fact, in fact, actually, that's not a bad idea. Uh, actually, yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, it'll be a Friday in about a month's time. Friday in September. So yeah, probably yeah, a good yeah, idea because right, you'll yeah. probably muff it up. Yeah, it's true. You got? I don't know if you can do it straight. Uh, can you do it straight? I don't think so. Should we try and do it straight? Okay, what well, now? Yeah. Am I doing it straight? Now? Uh, we'll all do it straight. Okay. Time check. Uh, it's seven minutes past eight. You're listening to Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Coming up next, we'll be talking about a local charity that's trying to raise money for three-legged donkeys uh, by having a bungee jump. Now, I've been asked to do this, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to go and do the bungee jump for donkeys. Uh, Kelly, you were telling me a story about uh, how your partner once did a bungee jump. What happened? Uh, it was my mum, and she did it topless. You see, oh, oh, no, but it's actually see. that's a true story. I know, no, it's true. But she raised, I don't want to hear about your mum getting a black eye. She raised loads of money, and it was in Luton. Mate, no, but even if that were true, it, it is true. Even if that were true, that's it not appropriate true. for a BBC local radio breakfast okay, show. Okay, ask me again. I'll no. say a different answer. Uh, it was my mum who did the bungee jump. End of conversation. No, did no, she mate. find it a thrill? No, <laughs> it's not the like audience it. did. Right, OK. She should She's take a Friday off. Yeah, OK, yeah. well, don't worry. We'll, do, we'll sort it all out. Knock, knock. Who's there? Oh. What? Hmm? I'm doing this again. Should we just play the bit where we did it? Might as well. All right, knock, knock. Who's there? This bit. This bit who? Which bit? Which bit? Hmm? You do it, Kath. I'm not doing it! So miserable. For some reason, we have a caller about Kath's splinter. Morning, Glenn. Morning, Ian. You called in about splinters, have you? Yes, I have, yes. Go on, what you got? I think Kath should stop scratching her head. Uh, oh, yeah. Glenn! Oh, 
did like that one. Spontaneous round of applause, Glenn. Belt up. I, I can hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Glenn, thank you very much indeed. You thought he was going to come on and he was going to kiss your backside, but it ain't... Oh, well, let him know. Was it you who told me about um, blowing smoke? Yes. It's horrible, isn't it? The Stuarts. If what, you Patrick drowned, if you, if you drowned in Stuart times, that's how they would revive you. Stop. Stuart time. Do you see what I'm dealing with? He's right, though. What he's saying is, he's saying your head is made of wood, mm. which is a physical impossibility. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, Kath, come here. Let me, let me give you a noogie. A what? A noogie. A what? You're not a noogie, isn't you, Kels? Yeah. It's when you get your fist and you rub it on their head like this. Yeah, noogie. noogie. And I'm doing it on Kath's head now. He's not. He's knocking the desk. He's knocking on the desk. I'm going to knock on. I'm going to knock. He's a 41 year old father of two. Oh, I've got a joke. Hang on. I'm just going to knock. I'm just going to knock on Catherine's head. Cass, come here. So who's there? Who's there? Cass head. Cass head. Who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Cass head. Who? No. Who's there? Cass head. Cass head. Who? Who's who's who, there? Cat's head. Who? Cat, knock knock. Who's there? Cat's head. Who? Cat's head. Woodblock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to work on that one. It's, um... Guys. Who's there? Cath. Cath who? Catherine Boyle. I've got a wooden head. That's why I've got a splinter in my finger. Oh no, I've got it. Knock knock. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. I sustained a serious injury, and you're. <laughs> You're laughing about my head. Who's there? It's not even... Cath's. Cath's who? No, Cath's head. It's better, isn't it? Cath's... Hang on. There there must be a joke. Hang on a minute. Hang on. There isn't. There is. You. you. Oh. Um, Right. Um, Oh. It's like... I'm out. No. I mean, knock, knock. I mean, who's there? Cathwood. I wouldn't. (laughs) I definitely wouldn't. Cathwood Especially after now. Anybody? Because she's got a wooden head. I'm just going to write an email. Cass, no, not dear not. boss. Uh, who's there? You can't make jokes like that anymore because people don't get jokes like I'm not that. not joking. Oh. oh. Dear boss, you said six weeks. Who's there? Cass. Cath who? Cath's wooden Listen to head. the show. Cath. OK, I got one. Okay. 8.30. Knock, knock. 5, Please 3, 2, well, well, it's going to be 8.40, isn't it? Cath who? Cath who? Wait, who's in the... Right, right, you... Right, I got it. Is okay. enough. Who's there? Knock, knock. Please. Who's there? Knock, knock. Who's there? No, knock, knock. Who's there? You say knock, knock, who? Put me back on news. No, because I've got a new joke. Send. Knock, knock. Knock, knock, who? Who's there? No, you say... All right, so you... Who's there? Knock, knock. Who's there? No, you say knock, knock. Oh, sorry, I've got it. (laughs) Who's there? Knock, knock. Knock, knock, who? Knock, knock. On Kath's head, it made a wood wood. (laughs) You're right, Catherine. Yeah, fine. Caroline's in Bedford. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, listen, here's a funny thing. Oh, yeah. Right, I thought, I'm sitting, well, actually, I'm getting out of the bath. You're doing what? Well, I was getting out of the bath, and I thought, you know, I've not heard my favourite jingle all morning. Oh, yeah. And then it came on. Which jingle's that? If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. If you hear a whisper... Give us a shout. Yeah. Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. That it's caused controversy, Caroline, because producer Catherine doesn't like it. But I think it's I think it's the one good thing from the reign of scoins. I think it's fabulous. 
and it and it says exactly what it does on the tin. Yeah. No, it, it does exactly what it says on the tin. It says something on the tin, and if you read it correctly, then you can do what that that is in the tin. Yes, that's right. Well, that's have you I heard mean. a whisper? Can you give us a shout? Yes. Go on then. If you hear a whisper, no. give us a shout. No. I'm a, uh, no. Have you actually heard a whisper that you are shouting about? No. Ah. Sorry. Are you? Do you listen to us in the bath? Unfortunately, yes. Oh. I know. Electrically, that's not correct. No. But I do. I hope you wear something in the bath. I don't like the idea of, of naked people listening to well, me. Why would you listen to something in the bath with something on? Are you got clothes on now? Um, not much. Goodbye, Caroline. Thank you very much indeed. I didn't know we had deviants listening to the show. Naughty. That's all we've got now. <laughs> it does, thank you, Caroline. It's a very good call. And she likes, if you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Mm. She, she, she loves stuff like this. Wag one. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. See if she feels that way when she's got her clothes on. Yeah, uh, but it does make me uncomfortable knowing that there are uh, naked people, listen, men and women, all across beds, hearts and bugs. I know. I wonder. I never listen to the radio when it's friends on with no clothes on. I couldn't. <laughs> The thing is, I know you mean that. I would feel wrong. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't have any friends who work in radio. Yeah, not anymore you don't. We'll love her in the podcast. She was good, Kels. Okay. Speaking of good, uh, here's the opposite. Dave. (laughs) I love the fact fact that your last name is Luton and you live in... It's like Joey Essex. Like Joey Essex, and yet you live in Luton. That is nuts. If you move move to Stevenage, will you change your name to Steve Luton? No, I was saying it, I'm Dave from Luton. Yeah, and yet your name is Luton Luton as well. Oh, God, here we go again. Oh, when you do this Friday thing... If you move move to Essex, will you change change your name to David Essex? (laughs) Or Steve Essex? You're not allowed. Catherine Kelly, don't laugh because you encourage him to carry on, you know what I mean? Oh, he is funny, though. Uh, is he? Yeah. Oh, really? I'm a, I'm a Dave Luton fan. Oh, yeah, thanks, Kath. You're welcome. But it is weird that your surname is Luton and you're from Luton. I think it's brilliant that his name is Luton. And he's Excuse me, it's like, it's like being called It's like being called um, oh, Terry, Terry Butcher and you're a butcher. Yeah. Are you going to listen to me this or morning? Or Frank Bruno and you're a boxer. Oh, yeah. Because that was a boxer's name, Frank Bruno. Yeah, I'll box you in a minute. All right. Or um, being um, 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 oh, yeah. Tony Killer and you're a killer. Yeah, yeah. Or being called um, Kelly Betts and you work in a betting shop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Dave. Knock, knock. Yeah. Pardon? Who's there? Me. Who? Me. Not today, thank you. Oh, thanks, pal. He wants to talk well, about buckets. Oh, go on, then. Ice buckets. Yes, mate. Let's hope there's a medical person can ring you up and tell you hope, yeah. if this is dangerous or not. Because to tip... Hello? Oh, I've got off the air. If he does this on the Monday, on the Friday, in a month's time, I'll come down here and bonk him on the nose. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, it's no good coming on this radio. <laughs> I'm going to BBC Northampton. Chunky monkey delicious. Oh, here he goes. You can't talk sensible to this man. Chunky monkey delicious. Justin, come back real, Catherine. Oh dear. Chunky monkey delicious. Oh dear. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five. Medical person, please ring up and tell us if this bucket is a hazard 
Health hazard. And you'll hear that exact thing, but from Thursday's show on this podcast again in a bit. In the meantime, I argue with a caller about the stop and search. Pat's in Houghton Regis. Good morning, Pat. Good morning, Ian. What you got for us, boss? Well, we're in a heightened state of, uh, you know, alert in this country due to what's happening in other parts of the world. Yep. And we're trying to water down the stop and searches. I don't get it. I just don't get it. How is stopping um, young black lads um, going to, you know, stop what's going on in Syria or Iraq? Let's put it this way. If you've got, uh, as, the news, as the news said last week, we've got over 200 people come back from those war zones on our streets. Yeah. They've got family members that may have the same uh, like, liking for what they've done. Yeah. And stop and search, and they may find the intelligence they need to stop further atrocities that may happen in this country. But, but they, they probably won't. There are 63 million people in this country. Finding those 200 by stop and search, it, it, it's almost definitely not going to happen. Well, it's not going to happen if you walk it down and, and, and reduce the amount of stop and searches you do, is it? Do it's going to be less likely. Do you think, do you think um, we should try and cut down on the number of paedophiles in this country? Way. We no, do, do, you, on, do you think yeah. we should cut down on the number of paedophiles in this country? Well, I think you should hang them, really. OK, in that case, them. in that case, yeah. we should be stopping all white, middle-aged radio presenters after Jimmy Savile. You, could, uh, you know what? I have no objection for them stopping white, black, but, yellow... But, they, they, but they don't, and that's the argument, Pat. They don't... It's disproportionate, the number of black people that they stop. Yet, Jimmy Savile was one of the most prolific paedophiles in this country, so why aren't more white, middle-aged people stopped and searched? Well, let's put it in a nutshell here. We've got probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions, on our streets that shouldn't be here that are illegal. How are the police able to sort out the illegal immigrants, which actually come well, from no, ethnic backgrounds. But hang on a second. Go, but, 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 Pat, but, Pat, answer the question I put to you. Go on. OK. Jimmy Savile was one of the most, <laughs> most prolific paedophiles in this country, right? Yeah. So why yeah. don't we stop more white middle-aged men? How do we know they're not? Well, because the, the statistics say they're not. The statistics say they are disproportionately stopping young black men. OK. And what do they say about the statistics on people committing criminality as to their background as well or what proportion are coming from those ethnic backgrounds and what proportion I don't know I'm assuming from... I'm assuming you have the I'm assuming you have the figures well I, lo- I did actually look at the figures okay. about a year or so ago and I also looked at a front page of a London newspaper which I brought up last time oh yeah and it did say that um, I think it was something like 150 or 160 come from the ethnic backgrounds that are causing the high criminality. Uh, 160 uh, what? 160, uh, well, black and Asians, I think it was, and there was only about 20 on their front pages that were put in prison. I can't remember the story what exactly. Was the, well, what was, was the crime? I don't know what the crime was you're talking about. Well, they're talking about proportionality of crime committed by certain sections of the community, community in this country. Pat, get those things. I'm setting you more homework because you're good at homework. No, you, you were not sent me uh, because... Uh, well, if you refuse to, but, the, the, no, no, but, no, the sto- but Pat, the figures you've given me don't make. I don't know what you, they don't make any sense out of context. Well, you're, you know, you're, <laughs> you've got reporters. I mean, change my mind on it. I, I'd like to well, I've just, Pat, Pat I've just said, I've just said. Should we, you know, if, okay, so that's the, you're saying that more young black people do gun crime. I don't know if that's the case or not, but let's assume that's true. You still answered the point about stopping white middle aged men to, to stop and search to see if they're paedophiles. I don't mind them doing that. But they don't, but Pat, that's the thing. They don't do it. They disproportionately well, they stop black people. But well, they should do it, but. There we go, so we agree. Thank you. Phew, that was heated. It's not always like that. 
Sometimes it's classic bands. It's all about where you live. So people in Aylesbury Market down today can hear the bell that's been ringing for 700 years. The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. BBC Kelly. Three Counties Radio. Kelly. Kelly. Yes. Kelly. Yes. Just imagine... For a moment, mm. that you had lived in a village where a bell had been ringing for 700 years. No way! It would do your nutting, it wouldn't really it? It really would. After the first sort of 100 years, yeah. then you'd be thinking, oh, I wish it would stop. The first 100 years would be fun. The second, third 100 years, I reckon, would be irritating. Mm. Probably the fourth 100 year, you'd, you'd grow to forget it and ignore it. Yeah. But years 500, 600, 700 and beyond... Oh, it would, you'd, it would grate on you. Really, really. You'd have to play other sounds to cover up in your house. I don't think I can ever go to Aylesbury again as a direct result of that flipping bell. Wow. When will it end? So I want to know. What you heard there was classic bands. Three hours of that. <laughs> Three hours of classic bants. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Boy, walking out this morning of my house, it was quite tropical. It was quite tropical, the heat this morning. Was it tropical where you were? No? Yes? Nah. It, I said tropical. I mean, it was, it was wet and warm. The way I like it. Like my tea. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Kelly. Yeah. I'm going to do some classic bounce with Kath. Okay. Go on then. Kath. Mm. Imagine if you'd lived in a village. Uh, if you'd lived in a village and a bell had been ringing for 700 years. Blimey, that'd be noisy. Classic bounce, guys. I love it. Three hours of this rubbish. Three hours. We spoke about train spotting, not the overrated film The Hobby. Turns out the first person who took up train spotting was a woman called Fanny. Fanny Johnson. That sounds like the most made up carry on name in the world, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it, though, really? I wanted to speak to someone whose hobby was train spotting. Not just train spotting, any spotting, really. And do you know what? We had a call. Stephen Stevenage. Hi, hi, Ian. I thought I'd uh, be the person to confess that I was a bus spotter once. No, uh, train spotting, I can sort of understand a little bit. Bus spotting, I don't get. What, what, what was the buzz of it? Right, well, the weird thing was that uh, when I went to senior school back in uh, 73, um, everybody in my class seemed to get the bug of bus spotting. And I thought, well, what's all this about? And um, found that there were books you could buy, um, yeah. published by Ian Allen and uh, Capital Transport. Yeah. And in them, they would list all of the uh, buses in the London Transport, London country area. Yeah. And um, so me and a group of mates would go out, uh, perhaps at the weekends, we'd get a, a Red Rover or Green Rover, uh, travel out as far as Luton. Uh, I, I lived in uh, Edmonton at the time. Yeah. So I travelled. So that was that was genuinely quite an epic journey for for a young oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Because you, you'd have to get on about three or four buses to, to get there. You know, and you'd have to spend uh, a whole day planning your routes and things like that because you might get to Luton, but then you'd say, okay, how do I get from Luton to St Albans and then to Hemel Hempstead, uh, then out to Amersham, and then from Amersham you might say, okay, that's going to be about enough time for me to get back home again. Yeah. Sort of thing, you know. Yeah. So we'd do that. Um, we'd 
And then what, when we... you got there, what would you do? What you sat there with a pad and just wrote down what number plates? No, no. My my, my aim was to get into the bus garages. So Luton had a, a London Transport bus garage at the time, sort of thing. So I'd get into the bus garage um, or, or and go around. You'd have to ask uh, the um, foreman of the garage to go around. Most times they said no, but on Sundays they tended to always say yes. So uh, we we learnt in the end to go out on Sundays and do this. And, Steve, and apologies. Steve. Yeah. Um, What's the fun part of this? Well, the fun part? Well, the fun part... <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, you, you, you take down all your numbers... Sometimes and you get you... the numbers wrong. No, 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 no. You, you, you're very careful in taking numbers down. Yeah. You then underline them in your book, sort oh. of thing. Why would you and... underline them? Right. It's so that when you went back to class, um, uh, you know, when you went back to class, you would then sort of... Uh, uh, compare with your mates as to whether you were the first to see all the buses of a different type. Because each bus in London Transport would have a, a different uh, make and different letters. So you have RTs, RMs, the route master. Yeah. Um, Steve? R- RTLs, yeah. Where's the fun part in this? <laughs> uh, you see, now this, this is the thing. Um, people say, well, what did you see in it? But uh, it's the same as anybody collecting. You know, um, I, I don't know about uh, you, Kath, but you, you might collect, um, I, I don't know, uh, uh, China ornaments or something like that. She's got and great knickknacks. Actually, right, excellent. <laughs> I, I might actually say, well, where do you find the fun in that? You know, uh, and it's, I think it's just a personal thing. Mm. Um, they, they did align um, bus spotting and train spotting uh, with the autism gene a few oh. years ago. So are you um, autistic? No, no, oh. but I, I am a little bit OCD. Right. Um, like things in order, and that's uh, probably why I do the job. It's funny, because I, I did say earlier on, and, and it, was, it was slightly flippantly, but I, did, I was saying it with a grain of a weight of truth in there, that maybe some of these people who do this, the, you know, the bus spotting and the train, that they are on a spectrum somewhere, that, you know, they are, they're, yeah. they're, they're, there might be a vague hint of, um, I don't know, Asperger's or autism or something. I, th- I think you're quite right there. I mean, there, there are some... I mean, I, I used to go out to some of the bus rallies and you'd meet people that were clearly uh, in that sort of spectrum. And, Wait, Steve, uh, where, at what point did you decide to to stop doing this and, and, and get a life? <laughs> Basically, I, I uh, moved out of Edmonton to Hartford and uh, uh, sort of really, really uh, sort of uh, being an adult, you know, you sort of go out of your teenage years and... Yeah. Uh, you become an adult. I mean, I was a very healthy teenager. I had a, I had a, a long-term girlfriend. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting to pick up on that bit. So yeah. you're telling me that sometimes you're not standing by the side of the road and a bus goes past and you don't reach for your pad? No, 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 no. I, I, I keep my, my bus spotting in, in, in balance. I mean, I still go to uh, bus rallies. There was one in uh, uh, Finsbury Park a few weeks back. What's and, a bus uh, rally? Just loads of buses in Finsbury Park. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there was one in Finchley Park where there's, uh, I think, about 200 route masters because it's uh, 60 years of the route master this year. And uh, they're all lined up. I'm still, um, I'm still hearing from you, Steve, and I really appreciate yeah. your call. You've been very brave to call. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm still <laughs> hearing that there's still a little bit... You get... There's, a, there's still a passion for buses within you. There, there is, because on that occasion, um, there was... Uh, RM2 had been uh, um, remodelled in its original guise, you know, so it had been... Uh, um, rebuilt, and everybody wanted to see it. I wanted to see it. Well, right. not, not everyone. Right. Well, we're talking the RM2, Ian. Don't well, mess, yeah. don't, we're not playing games here. <laughs> no, that's right. Steve, RM2, are you married yeah. now? Have you got family? I'm married. I haven't got family. Sadly, we, we weren't allowed, or couldn't have kids. You weren't allowed. Well, I'm sorry I, to hear I, that, I, Steve. What I does, weren't allowed. Yeah, what, what, does your, what does your missus say? Is she just glad to get rid of you, or does she come along? Uh, sometimes she's come to bus rallies, but wow. uh, she tends to, tends to sit down at the coffee uh, bar and yeah. sort of uh, drink coffee. Steve, and, uh, I can tell you something. That woman really loves you. 
Yeah, I know. Really she does. Well, she does because um, on my 50th birthday, she hired a double-decker bus, an RTL, um, and got, got all of my friends to turn up, and we went for a ride down Harvard. Steve, you're a legend, mate. Oh, I was going to get Steve going then. No, he's, did you, you know what, he, he For got... my wedding, we had a, a vintage 1969 Wigan Corporation <laughs> bus to take the uh, relatives from the church to the do. Steve, I love that. Steve is a. Le- I love the way he'd say double-decker bus, and he'd, he'd specify what kind of bus it was, as if we'd know. As if we'd know. Makes a difference. Oh, Steve, thank you, mate. I was brave of him to call up and admit that, because, you know, people do... Do you know what? You don't have to justify your hobbies to anyone. No. It's just someone... Some hobbies I just don't get. There's some people I don't get. That doesn't make them not fascinating. Well, some of them are quite dull. Dave Luton's (laughs) on the line. Morning, Dave. Morning. I tell you what amazes me, Dave. Yeah. That your last name is Luton. Oh, shit. And you live in Luton. That is yeah. nuts. It's like Joey Essex, isn't it? No. Yeah. If you moved yeah. to Stevenage, would you change your name no, to, listen, to Steve Dave, Luton? Listen, it's Dave from Luton. So okay, your middle, your middle name is from as well. It just That's gets amazing. better and better. Yeah. I'll get better with you in a minute. All right. Oh, cheeky. Have you ever frexted? No. Well, you no. sound really disappointed now. No, I'm talking about, I'm going to talk about train spotting. This is years ago. Yep. When I was a little boy. Yep. I was a train spotter. Do you know what I love about this? Both of you have come on and to kind of say, yeah, I used to do it, but I'm over it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put well, it behind me. <laughs> yeah, but there's a reason for that, Kath. Why? Girls. Well, because no. when I was train spotting, when I was transporting, it was steam trains. It wasn't electric or uh, diesel. Yeah. Well, steam trains was more interesting. And I used to go all over the country. Crew, um, Wales... London. Hello, am I talking to myself again? Oh, dear. Um, I heard this morning, Mr. Lee, that you want to make your name longer. Well, I've made it 100 names longer, but I can't say them on the radio. Okay, pal. Oh, dear. I ain't coming on this program. Tough, mate. Yeah. The cat. Hell. Miss. Yeah. Do you think and he's going to sleep on a snake? That's right. And David Attenborough told us on the on the television. That was it. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh, dear. Oh, pray. I knew this was going to come on because it's going to come up to the um, traffic very soon. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Oh, no, I don't know what to do with this bloke. Well, I've, got, I've got over 100 names for him. Hell mess. Yeah, it, it's a hell mess. Oh. Do, 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 do. I was going to ask you a question. I was going to ask you a question, but I can't now, can I? Edinburgh Tattoo. A man, a soldier played a guitar, played a tune. Can anyone tell me what that tune was, please? No, not the flipping Beatles. Hello, can anyone tell me what that tune was that that man played and the bagpipes in the van, please? I think it was recorded by the Shadows. No, not that. Not that dipstick. Dipstick! Not that! 
happened on Friday's show tomorrow. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. An Aylesbury whisper shout! Yeah? JD's been pimping himself out in Aylesbury, and boy, oh boy, has he got us some gold. Let me drag that to the whisper shout box. I'm tempted to play all of them. I've got about 30 now. Please don't. Play, please don't play uh, any. There were Can... two extremely good ones recorded in uh, our favourite shake place. I Ooh. had my first ever pork oh. pie yesterday. Oh. Who's doing that? Who's doing that? Are you doing that? What am I doing? Is that... Dealey, what are you doing? <laughs> Is that you? I'm not doing anything. We can't do anything like that from in here. Who did that? Did you not play any? No, I did. Dealey. <laughs> Dealey. Do you know what? He's taking control of the news he booth. Has, I can see. This is awful. <laughs> this is the worst thing that can happen. Dealey's in the news booth. I'm a dirty man. <laughs> <laughs> Dealey's in the news booth. So he's in control of what happens. He is, isn't he? Yeah. I can see the settings. Horrible, dirty man. Can you talk for a minute? <laughs> oh, he's running up the stairs. <laughs> well. Okay, so let's just explain what's happening. If I you're in... had my first ever pork pie <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> if oh, you're wow. In the booth, uh, they've taken control of the main radio station, and he's obviously clipped <laughs> things of Ian and is playing them out. So whenever you hear Ian's voice, it's actually uh, what we think Justin Dooley playing out some clips. Well, either that or Jane's gone. Uh... Jane's gone rogue. Jane's gone on strike. <laughs> She's going to start playing these clips and then leave. So anyway, welcome to BBC Three Counties Radio. It's five past six in the morning. It You're is, listening to yeah. the Cass and Kel show. Yeah! Yes! Hang on, I'll go next door. OK. Cass and I'll go next door to drive the main desk. You might be able to hear her footsteps as she runs around. She's in the studio now. Here she is. <laughs> right. All right, Cass. OK. Why don't we play some, like, stuff? Yeah, OK. Oh, Ian's back. Oh. Rubbish. I, I ran upstairs. I'm, I'm still out of breath. I ran upstairs and Dealey sat at his desk, miles away from the news booth. You all right, boss? What's, what's wrong with Was there anything wrong? You sneaky little rat. Come on, baby, please release me, let me go. Come on, baby. I'm not, what did you say? Must you ruin the... No, no, I must not. I must improve. Can't Please improve release that. me. Come on, my baby now. It's not got the line, come on, my baby now. Please release me. No, it's a different song. Well, he should have it in there. Rhodes. Why don't you at him on Twitter, at Rhodes Music? Rhodes, give, listen, give us a call, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll write you a song. Oh, I don't think he needs oh, it. All right, Rhodes, a song. Who is he? Where can, where can we buy that? Where can we hear more Kelly in 20 seconds? R.A. 
H O D E S. Like the island. It on Twitter and Facebook, and you'll see him. Nice one. Excellent music. stuff. Thank you very much. That was lovely. Thank you very much. So the reason I'm speeding on a bit, so we've got a lot to come in. Come on, come on, please. Me, baby. Come on, baby, please release me now. Come on, baby, please release me now. Yeah, c- have you? Huh? You've got time for that? Have you? <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't got time for that. You're right. We've only got two minutes. Well Justin, we're going to talk to you about Freddie Flintoff in a second. But first mm. of all, uh, the new Doctor Who started at uh, the weekend. I haven't seen it yet. That's my uh, viewing this afternoon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ignore the new piano that's arrived. I'm going to watch Doctor Who. You've been... T- controversial. Some people not liking it. Some people loving it. You've taken it to the streets. Yes, I've taken it to uh, Aylesbury, the home of our big tour. Um, I managed to go to Aylesbury and get out alive. It was uh, an interesting afternoon. Peter Capaldi, the new Doctor Who. Um, it was watched last weekend by 7.3 million people. It's back on BBC One tomorrow at 7.30 for a second episode as the new Doctor. So I've been asking people in Aylesbury, did Peter Capaldi do it for you? Here's what happened. Things. What's your bad? Peter Capaldi, is he, uh, is he doing it for you? Who? Yeah, I have got TV, too much propaganda. Oh, who's that? The new Doctor. New Doctor? Yeah. Don't watch it. What's your beef with Doctor Who? You seem to have Doctor one. Doctor Who? I don't look at that. What's your beef with Doctor Who? You seem to have quite an attitude about this programme. Well, it's not my thing, is it? It's for the youngsters, not the... I'm not into that. It's only asking. Yeah. For me and Lee's Breakfast Show, guys, uh, if you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Peter Capaldi, uh-huh. is he working for you? Is he working for me as the new Doctor Who? Yeah. Um, I think his potential is really, really good. Yeah, I think he'd, uh, he's going to be one of the, the better Doctor Who's. Peter Capaldi, what do you think about him? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I don't have a view on anything. <laughs> Peter Capaldi. Pizza Papaldi. What's that? <laughs> Pizza, yeah. Pizza. I don't know what you're on about, sorry. No. Peter Capaldi. Pizza Capaldi? Peter Capaldi. What's that? He's an actor. Oh, right, yeah, I don't know He's who he is. He's the new Doctor Who. Oh, right, yeah, well, I thought his performance was good, but, um, yeah, I didn't know who he was, obviously, so, uh, yeah. I don't know quite how he'd feel about being compared to a pizza, though. Oh, no, I don't know if he would appreciate that or not, but... Uh, Pass it on. Yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah. Thanks, cheers. Yeah, thank you. Pizza for Pauly! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious. Uh, that is pretty, You got any more of that, Jazz? Yes, uh, some more reactions to come from Aylesbury oh, after mate. 8.30 when I'm threatened on the streets oh. all about Doctor Who. You are you are almost forgiven for being an idiot earlier on and taking control. The most awkward thing about that interview with those two uh, uh, counsellors wasn't uh, the fact that there was obviously tension between them. It's that they walked in as I was singing to Matt. That's what the most awkward thing was, Catherine. They walked in as I was singing to Matt. Well, look, I don't know whether you've noticed this, but you are on the radio, so they've heard you do all kinds of things. I've got a good voice. Um, have. Haven't I, though? Yeah, you really have. I think it needs to be worked on slightly, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. there. Yeah, it's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. The breathing. You've got it. Give, me a, give me a song and I'll sing it. Oh. Um, I like it when you sing From a Jack to a King. <laughs> from a Jack to a King. I don't know that one. That's in the tune of Puppy Love. And they call it Babylon. Wonder of you? That's the wonder of you. Versatile performer. Versatile performer. I can do all the songs. Yeah. All the songs, all the styles. (laughs) What are you doing here? 
You should work in the clubs. I didn't. I just didn't get dealt the right hand. Yeah, too old now as well. Uh, well, no. There's that. Oh, who's that old um, billionaire's wife that wants to be a pop singer, and she might get away with it because she's hot and she's got a half decent voice. This is. She's in the papers a lot. Guys, guys, Bueller. Well, find yourself a millionaire. Yeah. And be that wife. My piano came last night yeah. at uh, 25 past nine as I was hanging up the jumpers. I'd bravely tried to wash in the washing machine. Oh. Fingers crossed, guys. How are you supposed to dry jumpers flat? What does that mean? I have no idea. Dry flat? What, on a table? Let's have a wet table. It won't dry on a table. Anyway, I've, I've washed the jumpers in the washing machine. I think I've ruined them. So the, the, the piano came last night. Nine o'clock. These musos really have no limits, do they? Crazy. And it was, well, it, well, I thought it'd be like Laurel and Hardy. It, was, it wasn't, it was just um, Hardy was just delivering the piano on his own. How what? did he do that? I, it was amazing. He pulled a piano out of a van on his own. It was unbelievable. Mm. I think he may have damaged it. Certainly damaged my floor. Doesn't matter. I've got a piano, including the delivery. It cost me 650 quid. As it sat there, as the man, I heard the van drive away, I thought, why on earth have I bought a piano for? This is ridiculous. What a ridiculous waste of money. One of the kids won't be able to eat for a month now. I know which one. <laughs> the least favourite. What would you want, Matt? It's unbelievable. So I've got a piano. I've got no idea what to do with it. Well, um, how about playing it? Well, I, I, I played the intro to Daydream Believer and uh, Let It Be last night. I passed that on. And then after those three minutes have passed, I thought, okay. what have I bought a piano for? Have you got a candelabra? Oh, no candelabra. I've got a stool. Well, that's handy. Yeah, you sit on it, isn't it? Uh, mm. Can you play a piano? No, well, no. I'll, pl- I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll record me playing the bits I can play this weekend. Excellent. We'll play it on Monday, yep. and you can let me know whether it's worth... But, but, does anyone want to buy a piano? Just, do you want to buy a piano? Uh, no. A piano, as Chaz and Dave would call it. Yeah, a piano. A piano. No, you're such a muppet, aren't you? Oh. Yeah, OK. Yesterday, giving it the yeah. big one. Yeah. I'm going to have a piano. Look yeah. at me. Yeah. You get the piano the next day, then all you do is moan. I'm a classical pianist. No, you're not. So Matt and Luton called in. Oh, yeah. Called back. What did he want? He said he thinks you should just close the show and go home. <laughs> no, I'm not a camping so fan. That's where we part ways. I'm but not a big you, camper. If you insist Thank on that, then clear up after yourself. Yeah, to clear up. Clear up after yourself, Dave. And shut the gates. Sh- shut your gate, Dave. <laughs> and don't worry Excuse the me? sheep. Stop worrying the sheep. Put that away. Oh, no. I'm not worrying the sheep. I'm, Dave, I'm looking at the birds here in the garden. Oh, but... you deviant. Now, Dave, you've called in to play the Mystery Voice competition. No, I didn't. No, Who I didn't. is this? I like the mushy peas. You. Uh, n- try again. I like the mushy peas. I don't know. Tell us. Who? I don't know. You tell us. Well, no. I, I do know. No, you, listen. You, I, no, I, no, I, no. Hang on. No, no. I do know. Oh, you guess. Dear. I like the mushy peas. I'll give you yeah. a clue. Is it The Rock? It's not The Rock. I'll give you a clue. Here are clues, OK? He's an American man. Oh, no. He no, was... He it. was... Um, some would, he was, in inverted commas, married to a woman. Oh, I don't know. He has a beard. Know. No, I don't know. OK, have a guess. Who is the voice? No, I like I don't the know. mushy peas. I don't know. OK, pal. Oh, he's got off the right... I'm going to swear here, but... I like the mushy peas. I was going to ring up to ask if Catherine brought her musical instrument in, but she said no. Oh, dear. He's off again. This I like the Freddy... mushy peas. This Freddie Flintstock, or whatever his name, we should all join charity organisations away with any crime we commit. I like well, the mushy peas. 
This country's law, justice, is an ass. Just like you. Just like you, Mr. Lee. You know me? You're a silly ass. Hello? Oh, dear, oh, pray. I like the mushy peas. Oh, I know who that bloke is now. Harry Bolifonte. Is that it? I like the mushy peas. I like the mushy peas. What a hell of a mess this Three Counties Radio is in now. A hell mess. Disgusting. No, 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 no. I like the mushy peas. Do, 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 do. Oh dear, okay. Is it worth ringing up? There's Kelly mucking about as well. I like the mushy peas. But our lovely Catherine's so nice, you know what I mean? And that Justin, well, he's turned upon me as well. Hello, CG. Hello. Whippy is the Jubilee. I like the mushy peas. Here comes Doctor Who and the Daleks. I am a Dalek. Exterminate the daily. Exterminate that daily. Exterminate Lee first. Daily must be exterminated. Daily. Right, daily. <laughs> very good. Very yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Some fun with it. Yeah, not, yeah. Not words I'd use to describe that. Hey. Anyway, just you've been out and about, uh, getting the word on the street as to what people think about Capaldi. Yeah, Peter Capaldi, the new Doctor. His first appearance last weekend was watched by 7.3 million people. You think he's going to be a fantastic Doctor? I'm going to watch you, you it today. But I am one. very, very excited. Doctor Who just got serious. Again, yeah. <laughs> I mean, with mean, those seven million people, are they going to be going back tomorrow? It's on BBC One at 7:30. A huge talking point amongst fans about Capaldi. So I've been in Aylesbury, the home of our big tour this week, asking people, "Does Peter Capaldi do it for you?" Ian, here's what happened. Peter Capaldi, reaction on his first performance, sir? Not a care. Don't really much care. What about <laughs> Peter Capaldi, the new Doctor Who? Who cares about Doctor Who? I don't care about Doctor Who. <laughs> You're about to offend thousands of people on our radio station. How does that care. make you feel? I don't How care. does that make you feel? <laughs> Just get out my face. Uh, yeah, I think he's good, yeah. I think um, he's, he certainly gives it a bit more, uh, gives it a bit more gravitas than, uh, than the previous guys. And uh, it seems to be going in quite an interesting direction. I think it'll be a bit darker. I just hope they can sort the writing out because it's all a bit confused at the moment. So, yeah. <laughs> Here's a man with a Manchester United cap on. Sir, from Ian Lee's Breakfast Show, if you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Peter Capaldi. What did you make of Peter Capaldi last weekend? I think he's a very, very, very good actor, so I think he'll do very well in the role. You know, I really do. You know, he's a, he's a class actor, you know. He's a, a proven a proven artiste, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Hey, guys, from Ian Lee's Breakfast Show, if you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Uh, Peter Capaldi, what do you think? Yeah, Elsby's good, yeah. No, no, Peter Capaldi. Oh. That's the new Doctor? Yeah. Any good? I don't know. <laughs> Peter Capaldi, is, is he working for you? No, I don't know. No. He's the new doctor. My doctor is Dr. Kenton at Oakfield Road Surgery. Yeah, the, Peter Capaldi's the new doctor. Ah, I see. There you go. Obviously not very well received in, uh, in Aylesbury. Not too many people know <laughs> who he is, boss. Gosh.
Mm, uh, I know. You really are. As, uh, as Scott Bowks texted me earlier on, mm-hmm. that was a daily masterclass. Mm. All I do is take these things that are straight yeah. to it. We never quite know what's going to happen. Um, as I said, I felt kind of under threat yesterday in Aylesbury. It was, um, really? Is it, yeah, I, no, I, I it, need to go. I've not been there for such a long time. I need to go and have a little look. It was an interesting atmosphere, as demonstrated by that first man there who told me to get out of his oh, face. But I often think the same thing when I'm talking to you, Just. Yeah, but he, was, he said it in a nasty way. I felt quite hurt. And that, dear listener, was the podcast. I'd like to thank uh, the podcast producer, Kelly Betts. Welcome. Would you like to say anything to the listeners? Thank you for downloading it. And I'd like to speak to uh, the show producer, Catherine Boyle. A-up. Seriously now, get stuffed. Awkwardo. I don't know how to end it under these circumstances. It's unprecedented. I think we just get stuffed. Okay, getting stuffed. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio, and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 